turning now to restitution. The Dispatch Live on the 6th of January 2020 reports on the loss-making Fish River Sun Hotel, which was purchased by the Department of Rural Development and Land Reform in 2017 for 75 million rand as part of the Prudhoe restitution claim in Pedi, Eastern Cape. The hotel had closed in December 2017, but the department reopened the resort in 2018, despite having received advice not to buy the facility. According to the article, the department had been warned that, quote, the price and terms of the purchase from Sun International would cost the state 33,9 million rand annually in operating losses. This was projected to be four times as high as projected income. The department was reportedly inviting new service providers to lease and operate the facility. In the urban setting, District 6 is back in the news. IOL on the 9th of January reports that the city of Cape Town was in talks with the Department of Agriculture, Rural Development and Land Reform to discuss the development of the area and the infrastructure required for its redevelopment. A plan submitted by Minister Tokodudiza contains details of 954 housing units which are to be allocated to individual claimants and leaves 13 hectares available for other high-density developments. The plan seeks to finally address the claims lodged in the first round of restitution in 1998. Apparently, an additional 1,500 claims on District 6 were lodged when former President Zuma reopened the land claims process only then to have the lodgement of new claims halted by a judgment of the Constitutional Court. Michelle Nell, writing in the Mail and Guardian, reviews the implementation of South Africa's largest and most expensive land claim on the Mala Mala exclusive game reserve. This claim was settled in 2013 in a deal which saw the state pay 1.1 billion rand 300 million rand more than the asking price to private owners of the reserve. So what has happened since then? According to Nell, there were 960 claimants eligible for compensation from the payout. But apparently, an elite group of 250 people have captured the majority of these payments. Right from the outset, there were questions over the identification of the claimants and the packaging of the claim. Emeritus Professor Peter Delius, one of South Africa's leading historians with in-depth experience of forced removals and land restitution claim verification, stated that, quote, our research team argued very specifically in the original land claim that the group of claimants was not a true community, close quotes. It seems that the Commission on Restitution of Land Rights had batched a number of separate claims into a single settlement agreement. Those in the group of 250 claim that the remainder of the verified claimants have been, quote, foisted on them by the Land Claims Commissioner. Given the revenue flows coming into the CPA, it's clear that the stakes are very high. Between 2014 and 2017, the CPA was paid 36 million rand in rentals and earned 5,5 million rand through community tourism levies, 
A further 40 million rand dividend was received in 2018. A recent High Court judgment was obtained against the CPA, which has been set up to manage the funds. The CPA executive had been accused of running the CPA like their own spaza shop. The judgment handed down by Judge N.V. Kumala directed that the CPA must be subjected to forensic investigation and that all financials of the Mala Mala deal must be made public. The judge also ordered that the beneficiary list must be properly verified and the interim committee should be replaced through a new committee elected at an annual general meeting to be held within 60 days of the judgment. However, Nell reports that six months later nothing had been done and that the department is in contempt of court. According to Professor Delius, quote, Mala Mala is a critical example of state capture. There should be no political interference in land claims. The Mala Mala restitution should be stopped in its tracks and sent back to the land claims court. Close quotes. Much of the news about the public protector has focused on proceedings launched in Parliament to challenge her fitness to hold office. However, Rebecca Davis, writing in the Daily Maverick on the 28th of January, examines a new public protector report on another bungled land restitution claim in Limpopo province. In this instance, the Chwale people lodged a claim in 1996, but it appears that the land which they claimed was awarded to their neighbours of the Pieha community. Davis describes this as an absurd saga. Reading through the article, one can only agree. Apparently, in a memorandum dated 2010, the then Rural Development Department acknowledged that the wrong portions of land were given to the Pieha community and recommended that there should be negotiations between the two groupings to enable the restoration of the land to those entitled to it. However, since receiving the Public Protector's report, it appears that the Chief Land Claims Commissioner has backpedalled on this admission and now claims, in fact, that the land was correctly allocated after all. The Public Protector was unconvinced by this explanation and found that the Department had acted improperly and has ordered the Commissioner to apologise in writing to the Chwali community and to refer the matter to the Land Claims Court for adjudication within 30 days.